Welcome in to the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's roll. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a proud member of Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Vimendi here, joined by Doc, Brad Stradamus, and Johnny Foosball. Johnny, I got to go to you first because our teams played in an epic one last night. And I have to know your thoughts the day after you can kind of sit and marinate on what happened. Please uh, give me a synopsis on the game. What did you? I think, think the only thing worse than a really bad call is the deluge of makeup calls that happen afterwards. <laughs> I've never heard of a holding on a field goal defense ever. But, but they, the announcers didn't act like it was crazy because they were like, no, oh, because yeah, like, they're scared too. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit the Chris Jones play was nuts. That I know, and so were the five calls the drive after halftime that the Raiders got immediately. They got five penalties on one drive, and then they got a holding call on a uh, field goal defense on a fourth and fourteen automatic first down. I mean, to what be do you fair, think of that? Uh, what do you think of that cameraman suing Devonta Adams? Get out of his way! <laughs> <laughs> the mean stiff arm. He's entitled to his space. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, would you guys not do the same thing? Like, if if Devonte no, Adams shoved you to the, if Devonte Adams shoved you to the ground, you would not like try to sue him. Like, try to make his. Oh, money. Totally this is his fifteen minutes of fame. He needs. I would. To, I would literally needs... act like I broke my back and just be That's like. Embarrassing. <laughs> he's probably getting trolled on the internet. Emotional pain and suffering. Well, no one knows his name, so it's not like. Well, they uh, will if he drops a lawsuit. That stuff's public. <laughs> you get a settlement and make probably more money in the settlement than you make in 10 years doing what he was doing. So like speaking of Devonte Adams, I want a league because the, or I want a matchup in a league because which was another 50, 50 call, by the way, my Lord. Uh, I'm dude, I mean, that was the right call. Like being yeah, not like, he I did not, know. I mean, he did not, he was bobbling the ball. The he, first, he, before he, he, he transferred it from one hand to the other. I don't know if that's a bobble or that's just maintaining control. <laughs> I was trying to look at it as unbiased as I could. And I was like, he literally, if that was a cheese player, he bobbled it with the first foot. He didn't and then he bobble it. He was transferring possession. Three minutes in, and we haven't talked about anything besides <laughs> this game. I mean, it was a pretty awesome game to watch, regardless of who you're rooting for. That's what you want on primetime games. It was a good game. Uh, Doc, give me a wow moment for you from this past week. So... I looked at the Cowboys-Rams game. The easy takeaway is the Rams are trash. You take away Cooper Cup, and they actually might be the worst team in the NFL. But I'm going to the Cowboys side. How is the backfield split 22-8, to Zeke to Tony Pollard? Now, I know they're paying Tony or they're paying Zeke, but he had 22 carries for 78 yards, and Tony Pollard had 8 for 86. If you're not t- paying Tony Pollard a good amount of money right now, why wouldn't you give him more run? It's absolutely insane how little they refuse to give him the ball. Well, you know what's going to be interesting is I see him having a career 
similar to like Kenyon Drake comes to mind or like certain players that are very efficient. And then the moment they get that full-time role, like maybe he gets traded to another team or he signs with another team. And then as soon as he becomes the guy, he's not going to be nearly as good because there'll be someone behind him that's actually better than him. And so you're saying he's a glorified Chase Edmonds. I kind of, I guess like we don't know what he would be like 20 touches a week in and out. Right. Like, now he's not a big guy. It, it's fair to say that he maybe isn't a 20 touch guy, but 22 to eight, like have that be like a 19, 10 split, a 19, 11 split. Sure. One. Yeah. Based off their, their defense, which who would have thought we would say in the Cowboys defense is the reason they're winning games. But uh, is it a stretch to say Michael Parsons is the best defensive player in the NFL right now? No, I probably still go Aaron Donald. There's something about like his pressures and and like I mean his stats are just unreal. Like he's getting two or three guys on him uh, every play this year. It seems like he's still making plays. Uh, Brad, did you have a wow moment from week five? Yeah, man. Last week I went with how terrible Carson Wentz has been, and this week my wow moment is essentially that Ron Rivera agrees. Um, he was yeah he was asked he was asked by the media uh what the difference between the washington commanders and the other three teams in the division is and he basically aired out carson wentz and said the quarterback and you know he tried to clean it up a little later and give some qualifiers but the damage was kind of already done at that at that moment and to me that was astonishing i've never really seen a, a head coach really just put his his quarterback under the bus like that in recent memory and uh it's telling. I don't know what's going to happen this week. I don't know. I, I think Carson Wentz has a bit of a shoulder injury, so I don't know if he's going to play. But um, I, I'm really curious to see how how the team looks this week. And for the record, he was comparing Carson Wentz to Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And the That's crazy right. thing is, he's yeah. the one that traded for Carson Wentz. And on top of that, he's the highest paid out of those three. Wow. Uh, we got a buddy. We got a, someone checking in here. Seth Cloudier. I hope I say your name your name right. Welcome to the show. Should I do AJ Brown and James Conner for Brees Hall and Chris Godwin? I would do it. I would do it too. Uh, I I don't know why you'd want to. What? It's James not, Conner's a it's, shell of himself. It's AJ Brown for Brees Hall and Godwin. Yeah, but Brees Hall is spot. Like you don't know. You're not going to get 20 points a game out of Brees Hall. Some games you're going to get 10. Some games you're going to get five. Some games you might get 20, but you know what you're going to get out of A.J. Brown pretty much every week. Do you see how Godwin's always running injured. back position is? Brees Hall is going to be a running back, too, at worst. I think Brees Hall is a running back, too. God, Connor's not going to be someone you can play. A.J. Brown's Godwin's, a wide receiver Godwin's one. Godwin's always injured, also. That's fair. A.J. Brown's a wide receiver one. Like, I, I just I don't see the upgrade there. I don't know. I, I think Godwin, you saw last week, he's his snaps are starting to go back up again. He had a pretty decent week against the Falcons, and... uh Yes, it's a downgrade from AJ Brown to Chris Godwin, but the upgrade from Brees Hall to Brees Hall from James Conner, I think, weighs it more towards the Brees Hall side. I'd I'd agree with that, but like that thing with Godwin is like when he plays, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. It's just he hasn't been playing. He's 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 got the injury bug. He's got nagging injuries that don't really get better over the course of the year. I just I don't trust it. I I keep AJ Brown to be honest. Johnny, you, I guess you're either gonna tie this or you're gonna weigh it to the other way. What do you think? I mean, I at this point, I'd put Godwin just a, a hair under A.J. Brown in total upside. So pretty much Eric sold it on. You're trading A.J. Brown for Brees Hall and Godwin. Connor's uh, afterthought. 
All right. That's so Brad on the first side, us three on the second side. That's kind of where we stand on that, Seth. Um, yeah. Interesting week, week five in general. What's your, why are we doing on Scott Fishbowl? Oh, that's good. I was going to thank you, Brad. Oh, I, forgot I lost because Darren Waller and Mac Hollins couldn't get five yards last night. Ooh. Between the Mac two Collins, of them. man, Mac Collins, he's a he's a big play waiting to happen, man. Every single time he goes deep for a route, I, it's I really think he's going go to like him to go short yards. for five yards. <laughs> no, 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 no. Did you get the win over the median, though, John? I, I didn't pay attention to that because I was annoyed that I could. Well, no. Get so if you yards. go if you look in the standings, they'll tell you if you did or not. Oh, okay. Like uh, not in your league standings, but when you go to the leaderboard, uh, as long as you get the league average or above the league average in your league, then you get a, a win. So it's like two wins are up for grabs each week. Yeah. Um, I'm in 55th place right now. Nice. Overall. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Dude. Nice. Yeah, it uh, had a huge week. I had like 210 points this week. Uh, That's almost on the top five. Yeah, no, I, I was close. Um, I'm overall seven and three. The only reason I don't have a couple more wins is because I'm giving up the most points allowed in my league. So I had I'm also two. seven and three. Are you? Where do you yeah. stand in, in the uh, standings? I think I'm like uh, 700 something, 750th or something like that. I saw Jake look me up. I've been too lazy to look, but I'm four and one in my league. Um, Jacob is in 114th place. I saw. I look nice, Jacob, my man. So I'll give you the triple play guys update here. So go down the list. So I'm yes, I'm in 55th place. Uh, Jacob is in actually 99th place. He's at eight and two. And Brad. You are in 782nd place. And Doc, you are in 503rd place. Keep on climbing. <laughs> and Johnny? 468. 468. And that's after a poor week. And then I think the other <laughs> one's uh, Zach. Um, he is 1692. And Alex Mateo. At eighteen seventy two, so I think those are the maybe there's another. I don't think there's any other triple play guys. I'm forgetting, but uh, if I am, I apologize. Should I trade Devonte Adams and David Montgomery for Josh Jacobs and CD Lamb? I. This is an interesting. This is a tough one from Ross Bob. I don't know, man. That's I, that's when you have to think this hard. The answer is just like, why would you? So here's my thing: if you need a win now. I would do it because the Raiders have their bye, and then it seems like Devontae Adams will be suspended a game because they su- they signed Albert Wilson. So you'd be without Devontae Adams for two weeks but if you need a win. They waive Tyron Johnson, Eric, so who knows? Mm. The only sure thing of those four players is Devontae Adams. Like every week you know you're getting 15-plus from him. Agreed. I think I'd but do I- it. It's hard. I think Doc has a good point. That Devontae Adams is probably going to be suspended a game, so you're missing Devontae Adams for two games. He's not going to get suspended. And they already said that it's going to be like uh, discipline from the league, I assume. Yeah, like he'll probably get fined. This is crazy. Suspended. They can't suspend Alvin Kamara for um, exactly. assaulting a person in an elevator, but they, they'll uh, make come down hard on this instance. I mean, I just want and to he immediately apologize. Of, you know what I would do? I would have him propose the trade to you. And if Devontae Adams is suspended, then I would click accept. 
Turn on notifications <laughs> on your phone. That's uh, I don't know. That's kind of slimy that's way to slimy. operate. That's not slimy. If he did, I think that's kind of slimy. You would hate yeah. if someone did that to you. I know that I would say I'd wait before proposing the trade. Maybe just hold for now. I think that's good, man. Yeah, I would hold for you're, now. You're not you're not really upgrading anything. Just just keep it. Um, last thing before we get into some betting talk here, and of course, any questions we'll also answer that are sent in to XFT. Um, Doc, did you find where you were in the standings of XFT? I did not, but I'm first overall in our league somehow with like half my team injured. I am in seventh overall in XFT. I just, I've been first overall the last three weeks in the entire XFT. So now I'm seventh, uh, T Higgins and Amonra St. Brown, both putting up duds drop me from the top of the standings there but so this is a, a david humblebrag show at this point it seems that way. <laughs> I, like it. I like it though Sorry. I, it's gotta, cool because let people know how good you're doing the xft league is really cool because if you win your league you get a uh, oculus quest 2 like the virtual reality you get a, a no you're not going to jump in the metaverse dave no and if it's no, free no. why would i not stay and then, out of the metaverse man and if you're first overall first meta bridge i find in that metaverse <laughs> If you're first overall, you get like signed Des Bryant gear and uh, a championship that's belt. Cool. So that's that's pretty cool too. I want to ask you guys before we go to the the games, and we can uh, answer with Ross. Oh, he's a, he has a Mari Cooper and Romeo Dubs. I would keep Devontae Adams. Yeah, I would keep Adams then. Okay, go ahead, Doc. If Cooper Rush beats the Eagles on Sunday night and goes five and zero as a starter, and then Dak is cleared to resume, does Dak take over as starting quarterback? 100%. No, because Dak's on my fantasy team, so that's how it'll work. <laughs> like, as good as Cooper Rush has been, they're the Cowboys are like twenty sixth in offense in the entire league. Like it's it's just he's good enough to get the job done. He's clearly a starting quarterback, but in terms of what Dak would do with this team versus what Cooper Rush would do with this team, I think Dak is clearly an upgrade. This he's just he knows more of the offense. He's got more arm talent. They trust him to do more. They move the ball downfield more. Like if they just that, I think that's crazy to just keep it rolling with Cooper Rush when you but, have Dak. But sometimes it's it's how the team is playing and just that continuity. I mean the the ceiling with the Cowboys so far with Dak has been a first round exit in the playoffs. If you if you had said if you had asked me like he was going to be out the entire year and then this upcoming week is the Super Bowl, do you go with Dak and then or stay with Cooper Rush? I'd say with say with Cooper Rush, but he's gonna have like games. He's gonna have multiple weeks to like get into his own stride. And the Cowboys are a much better team with Dak. Prescott. Let me ask you: Do you think the Cowboys would have gone four and zero with Dak in their in the schedule that they've had since? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they definitely. Now, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have picked them to go four and zero. Just like I didn't pick them to go four and zero with Cooper Rush. But like in hi- hindsight, looking back on it, yeah. I, Dak is a better quarterback. All right. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting because it sounds like he's not going to be able to play this week uh, if you had to, to bet today. So I, it will be very telling to see if they beat the undefeated Eagles this week and Dak comes back the week after and they lose their first game with Dak. What's going to be going on in Dallas? Because it could be like another Tony Romo, Dak Prescott situation just with Dak and Cooper Rush now. So you never know. I will say, I will say to Eric's point, like, in terms of a GM, like building a team, 
the amount of money you'd save by going to Cooper Rush and what you could put around them, I think this about is the it. same argument you said to get rid of Lamar Jackson for Tyler That's Huntley. Right. <laughs> it's, always, it's always the argument because I as mean, like four, at the end of the day, uh, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say, as a 49ers fan, Trey Lance was way more talented than Jimmy Garoppolo. But there's just something about Jimmy Garoppolo where people gravitate towards him and we have a good win-loss record and I don't understand it. And there's just something about some quarterbacks where the team just works well around them and they have a good win-loss record and you can't can't prove why. Yeah, so I mean, I think we have to take a step at a time. Are you doing that for Cooper Rush? Is that your argument for Cooper Rush? Yeah. That's okay. the more talented quarterback, but just sometimes the continuity and how players play. I mean, we'll take it a step at a time because, again, we'll see if if they beat the Eagles. And if they lose that game, I don't think there's any question that Dak is going to start and there's no pressure. But if they win that game and, and Dak comes back, and you know, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Let's Before we get to betting, got a question here from A. Would you trade oh, first? A, welcome to the show. Would you trade Hopkins and Kamara for Aaron Jones and Sutton in full PPR? Yes. There's no no reason to hold on to Hopkins so long just to trade him when he's due to come back soon. <laughs> I mean, I'm making that trade. I'm making that trade. And he has the, the Hopkins and Kamara side. We don't even know what Hopkins is going to look like when he comes back. Aaron Jones he's gonna is going to look like he's going to get like a 80% target share. Does he look like he's going to be a lot better than Sutton? Yes. And a Cliff Kingsbury offense, which right now does not look good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, are we all on board? I'm, I'm making that trade. No, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm taking the Hopkins side. I, oh, oh, I know it's like sunk cost fallacy at some point, but you held on to Hopkins all this time. Why now? I don't think it's sunk cost fallacy if you're getting Sutton in return. It's for what? You know what for Russell I'm Wilson throwing to It's I'm basically, it, but it's basically you, waste, you wasted four or five weeks without Hopkins. Also, Who, who's better rest that, of like, season, Sutton or Hopkins? Hopkins. Hopkins 100%. I think Sutton. I think Sutton. That's outrageous. You think, you think a torn, a torn lat Russell Wilson, as bad as he's been playing, who will now play worse, you think he's gonna be better than DeAndre Hopkins getting like a 50% target share? I mean Hollywood Brown is 50% there. target share. What's that? Why do you think he's getting a 50% target share with Hollywood Brown eating all those targets? Hollywood he's Brown's eating, eating all those, those targets because he's the only one there. Exactly. So do you think after six weeks of force feeding Hollywood Brown the ball, all of a sudden he's going to say, all right, I'm throwing it to you again, D-Hop? Yes. It's going to be close. That's what they've done in the past. <laughs> it's going to be uh, – well, we can agree to disagree. Think about, think about how much it's, – it's just like Josh Allen. How much better Josh Allen got after he got Stephon Diggs. The same thing is true with Kyler Murray. He got so much better after he got DeAndre Hopkins because he's a true number one receiver. Yeah. Hollywood Brown is good. He he's not Gabe bad. Davis. Okay, and then but, when they added Gabe Davis, Gabe but here's Davis the thing though. But Stefan Brown, but but Steph Diggs is still the number one guy. He's still the number one target, far and away. Well, let me ask you guys this: Would you rather have Kamara or Aaron Jones? Because Aaron Jones. I, I actually I was thinking that even before he asked it. I'd rather have Jones. I'd rather have Jones. But so it's let's, not, let's, that's not the only Doc you know, Jones or Kamara. Aaron Jones, John, Aaron Jones or Kamara. I mean Aaron Jones, but it's closer than you would have it seem. No, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not saying it's it's far off. I'm just saying I think we all would rather have Aaron Jones 
So then it comes down to we, you're getting the running back you prefer. How much of a down, Doc and I like Sutton better rest of season. How much of a downgrade is it from to Sutton from Hopkins? Because if it's not too much of a downgrade, then it sounds like that he should make this move, I even if you guys I, think Hopkins. I, I think it's a me, huge it's downgrade. A, it's a huge downgrade to me. I think you you want to make a water bet? One. Where is rigged for us yeah. to make a water bet? You want to make yeah. a water bet, Sutton? Uh, Absolutely. So what's, uh, Hopkins is back week six or week seven? Week seven. Week seven. So he's back week seven. So want to say from week seven on, who has more points between Cortland Sutton and DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins yeah. all the way. All right. It sounds like we got to remember that. I got to get a water bet drop or something on that. Um, <laughs> all right. So. Good question. Hey, that, that was a good trade question. So I, I very much appreciate you you uh, chiming in with that. Let's go ahead and let's talk some betting over the last part of the show here. So I'm going to share do my a little sp- disclaimer, David. We don't condone betting. We do this as a hobby and for entertainment. You should only consult your local laws and follow those. If you think you have a problem, do some Gamblers Anonymous. We're Leave not. Johnny. We're just yeah. throwing some information out there. Don't take our word for any any hobby or entertainment purposes. Johnny, the walking, uh, the walking ad right there. They don't call him Johnny Law for no reason. That's right. All right, so let me take this, uh, this split screen off here. I personally don't condone gambling. This is all for hobby and entertainment. I just learned what gambling was tonight. Same here. All right, so let's look at some. Starting off with the Thursday night game, of course, we have the Bears at minus one against the Commanders. It's gonna be an ugly game. I think I'll take the Bears at home. It's pretty much a, a pick 'em game at this point, honestly. I mean, yeah, minus one, <laughs> unless they tie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. how you can take the Commanders. Bears are two and zero at home. Commanders zero and two on the road. I'd, I'd rather just too. I'd rather just take the under. Fields so, had his first okay game of the year. Are we all taking the under in this one? No, because that no. That's a low under. I would go over for garbage time points. All right, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the under, but I, it very well could be wrong. What about Brad and I have the Bears. Doc, you have the Bears. Johnny, do you have the Bears? Bears, yeah. All right, then let's look at a couple props in this game. As we uh, Again, don't hold us to them. This is not like a super in-depth in numbers. This is kind of just a fun way to look into some of the props here. So anytime hey, touchdown talking about putting Antonio Gibson on special teams. Are like, they I'm really not even sure? Yeah, I'm not even sure Brian Robinson like Brian Robinson might be the RB one now. Like I Yeah, I just, that's a that's a bad sign for Gibson. It really is. Like I don't know I don't know what's going on with Ryan Rivera, how he views the people on his team, but I <laughs> I just it's there's too much chaos on this team for me to like to take an over or to expect any sort of like offensive prowess. It's not good, man. It's not like the comments he did about Carson Wentz. He seems like he's very weird with how he manages players. Uh, is there any part of you, Brad, as the Washington fan on the show here, that he doesn't make it to next season with this team? Ron Rivera? That he gets fired in the offseason when they clean house and, and probably oh, like. I expect it. Okay. I, as long I mean, as it's you been... don't f- fire in midseason and leave Jack Del Rio as interim. Right. <laughs> Why is he? St- and he's the fact that he's still there too. Like defense has yeah. been awful. I, to be honest, like he's been here for three years. They made the playoffs once, and it was kind of like a fluky season. Um, they were under five hundred and made it. 
Which is, yeah, they were under 500 and made it with a quarterback they don't actually trust to be their starter. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't consider his tenure a success. Um, I don't think he added any stability that they were hoping for him to add. And I think they're still in rebuild mode, and that's not where we expected it to be after three years of his tenure there. So uh, honestly, the only people I trust on the team are Terry McLaurin and John Dotson. So that's they have that. a. They have a really good young receiving core. Dotson, and they, have, they also have a solid defense with Chase Young and all those those guys. But The pieces um, are there. They just need a quarterback. Um, and apparently a running back, too. I don't know. I, I like Gibson. I like Robinson. I don't know. I don't know what they want to do with him, though. Yeah. Uh, any Anytime touchdown standing out to you, we have Montgomery as the favorite. Justin Fields is actually the number two, <laughs> which is interesting. Not too yeah. many quarterbacks you'll see. Maybe Jalen Hurts as the second highest odds of an anytime touchdown, Terry McLaurin, Brian Robinson. I think Brian Robinson, that he'll get a bigger workload this week, and I think they want to get him in the end zone. I, right. Brian Robinson would be my pick. So for me, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go Mooney. What are his odds? Uh, let's see. Darnell Mooney. Yes, you, I told you. You always have to click plus the show. Plus 300. Mark. That's right. Mooney's plus 300. Yeah, I like he's... He's really come on the last couple of weeks. He's their deep play threat and probably their best wide receiver on their team. Um, I, it, with a low total like this, it's going to be a lot of runs, a lot of play action, and the deep threat is going to win uh, more times than not because there's going to be a lot of stack in the boxes So, because um, you don't trust either of these quarterbacks to throw deep, really. So I, I like I like Mooney. Did anybody think Dami Brown after two catches for over I'm, 100 yards and two I'm touchdowns? throwing a Carson Wentz. QB sneak in. Oh, Carson I can see that. Plus seven fifty. Oh wow, the defense. That's interesting. <laughs> I could see that <laughs> I, as well. I don't think I'm making any of those calls. Nikhil Harry is he even active right now. We're getting these. Uh, are, I think they, get, just, they just got activated. Just activated him. Oh man, maybe you get him a, a plus thirteen hundred there. Um, okay, so that's the anytime touchdowns. Look at a couple other props for this game. You know one that might be interesting, and I actually bet this for the first time this past weekend. It did not hit, which sucks because the Carolina Panthers had allowed the last 23. So this is a stat I heard. The Carolina Panthers had gone the last 21 games uh, without allowing a score on its first possession of the game, unlike the opponent's first possession of the game. And I actually bet that this week that the first possession was going to end in a punt, and it, they actually allowed a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, why don't I bet it? Um by the way, I, I meant to ask with this team, what do you guys think of what's going on with Cole Komet? I am baffled. He was my favorite tight end breakout this year. I'm only, I'm eating that L hard. He is, Same. he is, it's just, I mean, they're not throwing the ball at all. They're like the second least amount of attempts behind the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, no, actually they're the least amount of attempts I think in the league. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't get it. Do you think he's done, or do you think it's just a bad situation for him? I think it's a bad situation. They're just not throwing. Yeah. Um, I think if they were throwing right. more, then he'd be fine. But, yeah, it's it's baffling to me. So it's like the Falcons and not throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts. And uh, and it's working for them somewhat because they're two and three. They would have had a shot to to beat the uh, the Bucks if that penalty hadn't been called. Um, right. They're They're just running the ball, trying to just – give the other team less possessions and it's killing people for fantasy. It just sucks for us, but works for them. Um, 
Do we want to make a do we want to make a call on the first possession of the game? Is there going to be a punt? Is that is that something we want to? Uh, I'm going touchdown. touchdown. I'm going well, touchdown. I don't know. I'm, if Last I'm week's Thursday night football game was any indication <laughs> we shouldn't have been doing any time touchdowns, and we should just be betting on punts. We were going to do a. Uh, aren't we going to do a parlay? We were. You guys want to do a parlay for Thursday Let's night do football? It. Okay. Let's do it. All right. What do we want to bet on? Let's let's do something we'd all agree on. Let's try. Um, well, so far we it. haven't. I know. <laughs> sure, we've been debating a let's lot. We were, we were going to talk before the show about it. I, I forgot to. Let's do the, something with a um, like a long, uh, a longer sample size. So, like, anytime touchdown is over the entire game. So let's let's look there and agree on something. Well, d- didn't we all like the didn't we all like the Bears minus one? Oh, uh, for the the game up here, yeah, for the spread. Yeah, we did. Okay. I think. We're gonna parlay. Yeah. Parlay might as well parlay. Bears minus one. Bears minus one. Are we even allowed to? It says location restricted up there. No, it still works. Okay. Um, Bears minus one is one. Which, All right, let's. For do everyone it. watching, David's gonna close this out before he clicks submit. I'm trying to uh clo- make it <laughs> so it that goes away. Dang. Don't worry about it. Well, I'll just remember. Yeah, just remember it. Because yeah, he's gonna remember it, guys. He's totally remembered. I can just listen to it back. So there you go. Uh, Okay, so Bears minus one. Um, let's do anytime touchdown. All right, anytime touchdown. The Brian Robinson call, Eric and I liked. Um. I just don't know his workload. JD McKissick, McKissick plus 500. I don't like his workload. <laughs> yeah, right. Justin Fields, he has to he has to run it in to get credit, right? Yeah. I don't love that. Should um, we just take the chalk and put David Montgomery plus 135? I'm 100% happy. I I, <laughs> I believe he'll score for sure. There's okay. a reason he's he's the best odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through the let's, air or on the ground. He'll okay, let's, let's pick one more then. Let's do. Um, let's go to scoring. Do you guys want to bet on a punt on the first drive? No, I um, think there's gonna if, be. If David Montgomery gets the touchdown on the first drive, then exactly. We don't know. I think there's gonna be a touchdown first drive. It's too fluky. Let's just do scoring. Okay. Um. Will there be overtime? Oh, no. that's a yeah. I'll I say like no that, to that one. That's just icing yeah. on the cake every time. You find that you find a group of three. You like just add that one as a four. <laughs> minus minus three thousand. It's like <laughs> no just, juice. No, it's, just, but... it's another another ad. <laughs> that we're, we're going to do. We're pretty much minus one for the Bears. David Montgomery anytime touchdown overtime no minus three thousand. This might be the first parlay with with minus juice. <laughs> All right, well, we're locking we'll play lock of the week. There's your parlay. When you win $5, you can come thank us. Let's build our empire. Or don't, we're growing, because we're, growing this we're not liable for account. any wins or losses. That's right. When you bet with ours, just uh, make sure you're not adding money you're prepared to lose. And you're doing it in a state where it's legal. That's right. Us New Jerseyans can do that. I don't, you Marylanders, it's a little tough. <laughs> um, okay. We're all running a little long, so I guess we'll just cover the Thursday night game unless there's a spread that you already know of that you're like, you have to bet this. 
but I think we're um, yeah, I think we're good. I I did like the uh, the Packers. Um, hold on. We have the the Packers, or sorry, not the Packers. Um, who's playing the Panthers? Sorry, the Rams. Rams, the Rams yeah, Rams minus 10.5 over the Panthers. Um, Christian McCaffrey's in trade rumors. They just lost their head coach. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's hurt. I think as sorry as the Rams have been looking, I think it's definitely possible for them to blow out the Panthers this, this week. I like it. Let's uh let's end on that note. It's a good call there. Um, real quick before we get out of here, reminder, make sure you check out the fantasy points media group. So much great stuff coming from the fantasy points media group. I told course. you you forgot the code. <laughs> if you use code triple play twenty-two, then you'll receive ten percent off on all the stuff over at fantasypoints.com. If you listen to the podcast and all the stuff they have going on over there, they have the DFS review and preview, they have Scott Barrett's plugged in show, which is awesome. They have the daily lineup, our buddy P2W's midweek mailbag. And of course they also have Monday grades with Wes Huber. So, so many great stuff you can check out over at fantasypoints.com. All right, fellas, that'll wrap us up here for another week for Johnny foosball, for the Bradshaw Damas, for doc. I'm D Mendy. We're going to make like a bread truck and we're going to haul these buns. Talk to you guys next week.